0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss
1: out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
0: presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
1: Hello posters and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks Monday the 26th of October of the year 2020 and on this day in history something happened. Uh, your guest today on the podcast is Mr Andrew Zaltzman, celebrity celebrity and recent star of reality television show, CRISPR's Amateur which was uh, amateur genetic scientists doing a lot of experiments, spinning off the last show that you did, which was a similar theme. Andy, do yeah. you feel like you know a lot about genetic engineering now?
0: Uh, no, I know absolutely nothing, but you wouldn't know that from watching watching the show because uh, the script I was given to make me seem like I know what I'm talking about was really terrific without wishing to give away too many of the secrets of how, how television works uh but you know it, all it requires is you know some kind of primary level acting and being able to read uh, read a script and make yourself look uh, <laughs> look intelligent so uh it was right in my wheelhouse
1: we've done that very successfully uh coming up today we'll be talking all the latest in belgium news but first some headlines of stories we won't have time for In the news today, in the interest of getting some of the massive Zeppelin investment money into their ageing manufacturing sector, the 132-person town of Hindenburg has renamed itself Trampoline and promised to install 450 square kilometres of trampoline surfacing in every area of the town. Everyone loves trampolines, says the mayor. So far, 12 broken arms and an uptick in the sales of feminine incontinence products has been the only result for the town. And breaking in local news, the iron at a 35-year-old man's house has lain dormant for so long it has become purely decorative. Asked a comment, local man Damien Glunk said, It used to be on top of an ironing board, but I think my housemate took that for a standing desk, so now it just kind of sits on the floor. It doesn't want for company, though. All his clothes are there, too. The whole thing a mute ornament to the need for ironing and also why his housemate left. That's all the time we have for the headlines of stories we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because who's willing to pay for content these days anyway? With Halloween coming, you want to be spooky and prepared. Fun costumes you could try include undecided voter, sexy bot farm manager, and the scariest thing to be in a pandemic Halloween, a trick-or-treater. Andy are you going to trick or treat?
0: Uh, I think I'm probably already going for trick this year. I mean basically this year has been a, a massive trick or treat on behalf of of the virus. We went for uh, for <laughs> trick and it's um it's really lived up to the the it's been more than just an egg thrown at a window, isn't it? You got to give it uh, give it credit. Uh trick and or treat I prefer the, to just trick or I don't know having to choose between the two. I think it's more realistic reflection of the way life works if uh, if it's both really <laughs> I mean, that's that's you know just that's reality and you need to get your kids tuned to that reality before they grow up thinking that life is just about knocking on someone's door and being given what you want.
1: Valid an important criticism there Testify. from Andrew Zaltzman father of many. Andrew are you a responsible citizen doing your part for the community by wearing a mask in enclosed spaces? You know it's only going to work if other people wear their masks too, in the same way as other people's pants protect you from their accidental rage ejaculations. If you're in a fix and need to encourage a stranger to wear a mask, try demonstrating the hit range of aerosols from your mouth and nose. You can do this by vaping, by projectile vomiting, or by spraying the surrounding area with moisture from your mouth. Simply fill your mouth with half a glass of water, close your lips tightly and eject the liquid in as fine a spray as your motor control will allow. Half a glass of water, it'll clear a room, and it'll make a f***ing point. (coughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over
0: 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, Belgium news. Andrew resultsman you're our Belgium correspondent because you do waffle on. What's happening in the world of Belgium, <laughs> Belgium
0: right now? Thanks. Thanks very much. Uh, Thanks very much, Alice. Um, Well, uh, obviously, Belgium's very much in the news due to the long-running legal challenge concerning whether or not Belgium actually exists. Now, this has currently founded the the legal challenge on a technicality when the plaintiff, Herflon Scheisters, was unable to prove definitively that he actually existed himself, um, so that, that's yeah. basically the, that case is now off until at least 2022 I think. Uh, there's another legal challenge also regarding the result of the 1950 Belgian general election and if that is overturned that could result in a full and literal rewriting of modern Belgian history and an accompanying change uh, of Belgian society today based on how the nation would have evolved had that result been different. <laughs> The computer simulation suggests it wouldn't have been very different because it's Belgium, but there would have been more giraffes because there was the the losing party in nineteen fifty had proposed to introduce a wild giraffe population just to li- liven up the Belgian landscape, and uh, you think <laughs> that would probably have thrived. If anything, it might have gone too well. It might be you know, like the uh, the possums in New Zealand that uh, you know that if, in the absence of uh, apex predators, then you know Belgium would be you know infested with giraffes by this stage. You think?
1: Well, you know, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck per giraffe as well, because Belgium's quite a flat country in places, and so you could see them over all the dikes.
0: Well, exactly. I think that was uh, that, that was. You shouldn't use that terminology anymore, but that's um, that's the. Uh, <laughs> i would expect better from you, Alice. But uh, that's the um, yeah, that's was the real. I, th- I think the thinking behind that policy in in the first place. But interesting times in Belgium. It's a, it's a confused nation, as most nations are really these days, and you know all the sort of the fundamentals of of national identity being challenged by by the world as it is now in particular Belgium is really struggling with its status as number one ranked football team in the world which just doesn't really sit easily with uh, a country (laughs) such as Belgium which is used to just being kind of okay. Scientists have put the rise in the Belgian uh, football uh, fortunes down to a generation of players who were taught about the arts of surrealist René Magritte and thus developed a heightened awareness that things are not necessarily as they seem on the football pitch as well as in reality. And it's made them a much more creative force uh, as a a team since Magritte was on the uh, school curriculum uh, at the time that this current generation of footballers was being educated. Obviously the same kind of thing happened with uh, with Spain, who won a World Cup and two European Championships uh, uh, under the influence of the art of Salvador Dali. uh, Whilst the German team that triumphed in the 2014 World Cup, they'd grown up under... Uh, yeah, with the the influence of the um, genre bending Gerhard Richter and the neo-expressionist <laughs> stylings of Anselm Kiefer, and that made them a far better, more rounded team than the more functional <laughs> German sides that had uh, gone gone before them.
1: Oh, that explains why none of them use their arms; they're saving them for painting.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you know, that's in, in many ways football and painting is quite a good combination because you know you keep those two sets of limbs separate and you can really focus on honing each set of limbs for a particular (laughs) purpose in a way that say if you're playing tennis and you need to use arms and legs or swimming for example then you you lack specialization unless you paint with your feet of course which whole thing goes out the window (laughs) and you know the influence of Belgium as a nation I don't know has Belgium influenced you much Alice as a as a
1: Genuinely I went uh, it was the first place I ever visited in Europe and I saw a medieval church and I cried.
0: Right. <laughs> well that's probably because you are godforsaken infidel I would think. Um yeah. but um it's not all about medieval churches also the saxophone was invented by Belgian man Adolf Sax. Um <laughs> hence the name saxophone very fortunately uh, for everyone uh, he uh, created and patented the instrument just days before his contemporary and rival the Dutch instrument maker Johannes Vagin. Um, <laughs> but interestingly uh, despite that a- actually fewer than 50% of Belgians today play professional level saxophone so you have to question his legacy really I guess.
1: Yeah, uh, and the Sat. patriotism of the Belge.
0: Yeah. Perhaps though the most interesting thing though is is you know we are at a, a time of turbulence globally and you know we don't know where countries stand in the, the sort of global rankings. And Belgium, quite quietly but cleverly, is trying to raise its profile as an international nation. Quite literally, actually, because with a highest point of just 694 metres above sea level, Belgium's long been scorned by mountain aficionados and altitude fans. And um, uh, also, uh, it's lacked the propensity for high-profile natural catastrophes that other countries enjoy. So Belgium has sought to remedy both these shortcomings by purchasing a volcano from Chile, which, let's be honest, has got more than a few to spare. So uh, that purchase has just gone through in the last week, and Calaqui, the 3,164-metre-high strata volcano from the Biobio Bio region, which, of course, last erupted in 1980, is going to be installed on the outskirts of Ghent um, <laughs> over the next, uh, next three years. So um, that should liven up Belgian life, I think. I mean, it, it's, it hasn't had a major eruption for a while, but... Just it being there, I think, will add a frisson to, uh, to Belgian, uh, Belgian national life. Um, also, that's not the only <laughs> thing Belgium has, has bought of late, Alice. Oh, uh, is it not? <laughs> it's a relatively well-off European country, um, uh, but one that yeah maybe hasn't been uh, the highest profile of, uh, of European nations. It's uh, trying to increase its number of famous historical figures. It's uh, bought the 1970 World Cup-winning footballer Jairzinho from Brazil, as well as uh, legendary writer Jorge Luis Borges from cash-strapped Argentina, (laughs) together with a new uh, computer-generated collection of Borges short stories about a humble waffle seller from Antwerp. So, um, (laughs) you might ask, why is Belgium doing this now? Mm. And there are increasing rumours, Alice, that Belgium is going to put in a bid uh, to be a global superpower. Uh, The current franchises are up at the end of 2025, and... Rumours are circulating that Belgium is looking to take advantage of the current confusion in the superpower market with the uh, precipitous decline stroke resignation of the USA, the disqualification of Russia for cheating. Turned out all its politicians were doped up to the eyeballs. The continuing indifference of Finland um, uh, to launch its uh, bid to secure one of the four franchises available and uh, various other uh, you know, underperforming countries. So there is a gap there and uh, I-, I wouldn't be averse to Belgium becoming a global superpower, would you? I mean,
1: no, I feel like we could... I mean, we know so little about Belgium, but they seem like a friendly yeah. nation. Uh, and, you know, you could do worse than having them uh, weaponize yeah. chocolate.
0: Well, you say that, could do worse. That is actually the Belgian government's campaign slogan for its superpower, um, <laughs> superpower bid. So um, other contenders include uh, China, India, the EU uh, as a whole, the UK. Uh, and we're still angry here that we were made to reapply last time and didn't get the slot. Uh, New Zealand, seriously, Facebook, Amazon, and Real Madrid. So um, it's uh, <laughs> competitive. I think Belgium is one of the more interesting candidates on that list.
1: And that's all the time we have today. We do not have time for letters to the editor, but thank you for tuning in to The Last Post. We're here in your ears, 366 days of this year, and we'll be back in the same place again tomorrow. So dial up your ham or crystal radios and listen to us or subscribe to get a daily dose of world-class satire in this dimension. Andrew Zaltzman, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Have you got anything to plug?
0: Uh, yeah, well, I'm on uh, this week's edition of Celebs and Their Horses. <laughs> um, uh, and very well. the thing is, I don't have a horse, Um but it looks at what my relationship would be like with my horse if I had a horse, and um, without wishing to give too much away about the show, it would be tetchy because I can't ride a horse. I've no real desire to learn how to ride a horse, and I quite like French food. so it yeah, it's an interesting, interesting dynamic, certainly.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to tuning into that. The last post is an Alice Fraser and the Beagle podcast production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up to support my work at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life and downloads of all my stand-up specials as well as exclusive other stuff. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer and henchthug, the iron fist inside his velvet glove, is the inimitable and menacing ped-hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again.